Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the good thing that you have started. I thank you for the visitation of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will invite you that that which you have started, you will complete it today in the name of Jesus. We did not come to seek a man. We did not come to just a mountain. We have come to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the one that was, that is, and forever shall be. And therefore, O oh God, we shall not go back empty-handed in the name of Jesus. Father, you will meet each and every one of us at the point of our need. Holy Spirit, come and hijack this service. Come and hijack this service. Turn it around. Do exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can even expect or imagine. That we know that it's only you that can do this. Let it be so in Jesus' mighty name. I submit myself to you, O oh God, that you use me as a vessel. That I will speak as you have laid it upon my heart. Even better than I have received it. I will impart it to the saints. And in Jesus' mighty name, this will be a glorious service. Amen. And the people of God said it better. Amen. I'm going to read one verse of scripture to you. And as is our custom in Grace Assembly, we stand to receive the scripture. And this scripture is found in Philippians 3, verse 10. And I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version, which is our standard version of choice in this church. Philippians 3.10, New King James Version. One line of scripture, one verse of scripture. And it says what? Please read with me, one, two, three. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. Is it in your Bible? It is in your Bible. You may be seated. Amen. I'm going to be speaking to you this morning by the mercies of God on the subject that I have titled, The Power of His Resurrection. The Power of His Resurrection. Now, generally, in what you call the liturgical season in Christianity, that is the Christian calendar, there are, I think, about five of them. There's Advent, which is preceding the coming of Christ, Christmas, uh, which is like an ordinary time. There's Lent, there's Easter. And then we have what you call the Pentecost. Now, what is Pentecost? It's also regarded as Easter, Easter tide. I'm giving you some knowledge, impartation now. It's a period of 50 days spanning from Easter Sunday to Pentecost. So the work of Christ was not just finished when he died, when he went to the cross, when he arose. He needed to ascend. You know that. And there's a 50-day period between when Jesus rose from the dead and when he ascended, which is generally known in Christianity as Pentecost. Hallelujah. So, we are still generally in the Easter season. But the message I bring today, even though it has its roots in Easter, it is a message for all season and for all time. And I need you to please pay full attention this morning. Perhaps it may be one of the most fundamental messages you will hear in your Christian walk because it addresses the essence of our relationship with Christ. Now, for a few weeks at our Monday prayer meeting, which holds every 6 p.m., uh, and I use this opportunity to invite you also as members of this church, we have a larger congregation. As a matter of fact, most of the people at the Monday prayer group are not people resident in Nigeria. It is part of 
Grace Assembly. Perhaps some of us, all we know about Grace Assembly is when you come on Sunday, we have a bigger congregation, and most of them are based in the United Kingdom, some from uh, United States of America. And we've been going on this for a while. We've been treating this particular scripture at the Monday prayer meeting. I mean, we call it Monday prayer group, 6 p.m. every Monday. The first time we treated it, we focused on the suffering of Christ, which we established that as Christians, we must identify it with. But later on, we now move to the power of his resurrection. Now, how many of us here know Christ? If you know Christ, I want you to put up your hand. You know Christ. You know Christ. I'm sure we all know him in some measure or the other. But from Philippians 10, 3, 10, what he says to you is that you cannot just know Christ. You must also know what? The power of his resurrection. Many of us will read the Bible and we gloss over it. Hmm. Let me give you an analogy. If I gave you the key to my car, and I asked you to use it for a period. Is that use or ownership? It's use. If I gave you the key to the car and I say, take it for a week, drive it for a day, what do you have? You have use, you do not have ownership. When you know Christ, but you do not know the power of his resurrection, you have use, you don't have ownership. Which one do you prefer, use or ownership? You want ownership. So it compels us. Knowing Christ, but beyond Christ, we must know the power of his resurrection. Are you still with me? So let's take it further. This morning. Let me read that same scripture to you in the amplified classic version of the Bible. And it's a longer one. But it drives home exactly what I'd like to share with you this morning. It says, for my determined purpose is. My determined purpose is. This is what I want. That I may know him. That I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. Perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. Part one. Hello? Part one. All right? Then he takes it further and says, And that I may, in the same way, come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection. Which is only exerted only on Pastor Femi Paul. No, 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 no. Only exerted on Pastor Kolaoke. No, only exerted on Pastor Etefia. It says who? Believers. So, which means that if you are a believer, there's a power that comes from the resurrection of Christ that is flowing in you. Unless you are not a believer. There is a power that overflows, outpours from him that comes in you. 
My message this morning will focus on three key things. One, power. Two, resurrection. Then I'm going to bring it together, the power of resurrection. Now, what is power? The Greek word for power is dunamis. And I'm sure many of you have heard that word before. It's a philosophical concept that means potential or ability. Potential or ability. Now, let me say something to you this morning. Without power, you cannot achieve anything. Without power, you are as good as dead. As a matter of fact, the meaning of being dead means that there is no power. You see a big man. You see an all-powerful man. You see a man that the whole world shook or shakes for. And when he lays dead, nothing happens. You know why? What was taken from him? Power. Power taken from him. Now, let me take it further for you this morning. It is also the capacity or ability to direct or influence. Everything in life is driven by some form of power or the other. It is the force that drives action, reaction, and even sometimes inaction. Sometimes in the face of provocation, it takes power for you to keep quiet. Somebody provokes you, and the Lord says, keep quiet, turn the other cheek. You say, this one? Father, I can deal with him. And he says, keep quiet, be still. And know that I am God. It takes power. It takes power. Now, there are various forms of power. Thermal power, hydropower, electric power, kinetic power, spiritual power. But there's something that is underlining all of them. They have a source. There must be a source of power. Now, the extent of the power that you exude is dependent on the, your source. So, a 40-volt 40 40 battery can never give out 100 volts. It's not possible. 40 volts will now give you a charge of 100 volts. It's not possible. You know why? The source of that battery is what? 40 volts. So the question is, how powerful is the source of your power as a Christian? If we say we serve an all-powerful God, how come we don't show power? The Bible says that they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. We have a form of godliness, but somehow we declare the power thereof. Let me explain something to you. It's good when you are in problem to call the senior pastor. But what he's training you to do is not to call him. He's training you that when you have that situation, you take charge of that situation. That's why he comes here. He preaches on Sundays. He preaches on Wednesdays. He preaches on Fridays. He does prayer meeting. Not so that you can be calling him. He's telling you so that he can, you, yourself, you are becoming a power source. Some of us, here is not taking one to kill men of God. We see a cockroach in our house. Hey! Pastor! 
somebody, so, so, somebody had the temerity to appear to you in your dream. You are waiting till morning to call pastor. Hello. Are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? You speak to that person there and I rebuke you. I rebuke you. Remember when I was in secondary school, my father had just died. And there were a lot of stories about people from my village wanting to kill me. So I saw some, 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 some witch-looking person. I was in boarding house. God, you have mercy. Oh. I saw one witch-looking person in my dream. Then, you know those Bibles that they give us? Those small. <laughs> uh -huh. So I went to collect it. I put it under my pillow. <laughs> I didn't know the word of God. It was just by mercy. Maybe the prayer my mother was saying to me that saved me. Because they for mama me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Am I teaching you power? I'm teaching you power. I will show you a source of power today. And the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Let me put it like this. It, the, the solution lies in the application of the power. Power must first be recognized before it can be utilized. Let me say that again. Power must first be recognized before it can be utilized. Why? That's why the Bible says that as long as an heir remains a child, he's no better than a slave. Why? Because he doesn't recognize the power he or she carries. When you know the power that you carry, then you'll be able to do great things. Mm. So let's conduct a little exercise. Let me take you further. Ojo, do what I ask you to do. The light, the power has gone out. Right? All right, let me look for Sister Tinoke, please come. By the way, I want to celebrate this lady. You celebrated somebody last week, sir. She's the youngest director of the Federal Civil Service. On Tuesday, she was promoted a director. I want you, no, don't worry, don't worry. I want you to switch on back the light. No, 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 Ojo. Ojo, do what you're doing. Switch on back the light, you. Is there power? Switch it on now. Is there power? Is there power? You're a director of federal. Switch on the power. Why? Why can't you switch it on? You don't want you don't have the knowledge of where to switch it on. Director or no director? Thank you very much. My director. When you have power, you switch on the light, please. Oh, Joe, you are not a director. <laughs> when you have power, but you don't have knowledge, it will not happen. Sister Tinuka could not switch on the power because she does not have the knowledge of where to switch it on. Was there power? Was there current? Was it, is it ready to flow? But why? She had no knowledge. She had no knowledge. 
And that's the problem with we Christians. We have the power, but we lack the knowledge to switch it on. We lack the knowledge. Exactly what happened to her. She didn't know. But Ojo, I don't know if Ojo is in civil service. I don't know what it will be. Maybe you'll be what? Officer, executive. Ojo did something a director could not do. Because he has the knowledge of the power. Let me tell you. As a Christian, power is not about seniority. Power is not a, 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 a whatever you call it of the fact that you have been born again 20 years. You can be born again 20 years and you are still in the same position. You can be born again 20 years. You can be coming to this church. You even have a particular seat. You like when they sing one song. You are a blessing to the church, but you lack power. You lack power. So where is your power today? Can you switch it on? Are you going to switch it on? Are you going to switch it on? The reason why many of us are struggling as Christians is that we do not know that we do not have the knowledge of where to switch on the power. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. And the, the Bible says it to this. It says that, you know, that's why he says that I may know him, not just know him, but I must know the power of his resurrection. It goes further in Ephesians 1, and I'm going to read verses 17 and 18. It says that the Lord, I'm reading from the New King James Version, it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The reason why she couldn't switch it on was that she didn't have the knowledge. So, if you have power, seek knowledge. It, it, it goes further. It says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of him is very key. Otherwise, we are incomplete. That means that we have no eyes. We have no vision. We have no discernment. Now, in walking back the question, why is it important? Let me continue still in that Ephesians 1, verse 19 now. And it says what? Let me now go to where I think you want to hear. And it says, let me read it. It says, back from this, it said that the hope of his calling, what are the riches and the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his what? Power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is working in you. 
No, I'm, I don't mean it as a prayer. I mean it as a statement of fact. It's not a prayer. It's not a prayer. I, when I get to my car, I don't pray for my car to start. It starts because there's power in the battery. It's not a prayer. It is a knowledge that I have an assurance that as long as my battery works, I will press the button in my car and it will start. That is it with Christ. Ordinary car. You know, there's a button that you can press that takes you to the supernatural. I'm challenging your Christianity today. And I'm challenging my own Christianity. You know, I've asked myself for a long time, how come I'm negotiating on some things? It's not time. It's... <laughs> my pastor says power has power. Now, so think of it like this. The source of our power is the Godhead. Think of him like a Kaiji Dam. You understand? When I look at this light, where is the power coming from? It's coming from, from here, maybe from a transformer. Where is the transformer coming from? From a substation. Where is the substation coming from? It's coming from a B. So when, when I trace my power, when I looked at it and looked at it, I traced it back to God. And I am a transformer. What does a transformer do? It supplies. You, that you are supposed to be a supplier, you are still begging. You are supposed to exude power. Look, you know, I was dancing today. I'm not, you know, I'm still believing God for the gift. But I was dancing today. You know why? I said to myself, what if this is my last Sunday? What if this is my last Sunday? What would be recorded against you? I said, ah, and last week he was here. If you see how he was praising God, I will praise God. I know we can praise God in heaven, but let me do what is here now. And the spirit of God overtook me. I danced like David danced. Some of us were so cool, we are almost going to turn to ice block. And you know what happens to ice block? It melts. Sooner or later, it will melt. May you not melt in the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, switch on the power of his resurrection. I said, switch on the power of his resurrection. Now, how can we access this power of resurrection? Because when this word came to me, I kept on asking myself, what does this mean? What does this mean, God? Give me in practical terms. Demonstrate it for me in practical terms. Because Ephesians 1 tells me, Ephesians 1 17 tells me that the power that raised Jesus Christ is still available for me. I need to identify with those situations. And you know the solution God gave me? He said, go and read about the story of the resurrection. And I've read all the accounts as if I had not read them before. And it says, every instance that is applicable, that I demonstrated 
in the process of resurrection is available for you and I. No, you didn't understand that. Okay, let me bring it home practically. Give me Mark, um, Matthew 28, verse 2. Matthew, verse 28, 20, verse 2. Matthew 28, verse 2. And he says, Behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. He says to tell you, every stone that is holding you back, I have the ability to roll back. I do not just have the ability to roll it back. I have, I can send an angel to sit upon it. That's the power of the resurrection. That as that stone was carried, do you know what the stone was? It was put to contain Jesus. To say, you will not move from that place. Some of us have been in the same position for years. Some of us, we have been doing the same thing for years. Some of us, we have had the same challenge for years. I have news for you this morning. By the power of his resurrection, that stone will be rolled away this morning in the name of Jesus. I said that stone will be rolled away. No more. Let me take it further for you. It says to me, it says, in, give me that same scripture, Luke 24. No, give me, uh, oh God, where was it? Yeah, then, no, give me the next scripture, the next line, verse 4, verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. He says, and the guards shook for fear of him and became like what? Hey, you know what? The person that they thought had conquered, the person that they thought was secure in there, not only did they put a stone, we put guardsmen so that just in case he has the power to roll away the stone, the guardsmen will put him back. Guess what? They were like dead men, which means that every monetary spirit, oh, you didn't hear me there. Every monetary spirit, everybody that has been assigned to make sure that you do not pass a certain limit. Somebody said, over my dead body, will this happen? That person will become like a dead man. That person, oh my God. <laughs> my sister, we went into battle. You will tell Pastor Femi, I told went to tell, I said, send it to Pastor. Because you didn't know the kind of battle we went to. Somebody said it's not going to happen for you. Right? They said it's not going to happen. They showed her. They took even up to Abuja. They took her. You will testify because it's the work of God. You will not keep silent. And that person today completely. Look, you see, if you look at the version, it says they will be agitated. Then they will tremble. If you look at one of the versions, it said that. They will agitate, they will tremble, then they will become like. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It means that something and somebody that you are afraid of will become afraid of you. <laughs> something and someone that you are afraid of is going to become afraid of you. Let me help you take it further. Let me help you. Take it. 
Give me Luke 24 verse 5. Luke 24 verse 5. And as they were afraid and bowed their heads and, and their faces to the ground, they said to them, why do you seek the living amongst the dead? There is a power of relocation. <laughs> that where you were existing before, where people used to identify you before, you are in the debtors club. You are in the barren club. You are in the failure club. You are in the poverty club. When they go there and look for you, you no longer be there. Let me try this side. Let me try. I said, when they go and look for you, Sister Shade, you will no longer be there. Somebody is not picking up your call because it says every time you call him, you are looking for a loan. By the mercies of God, by the power of his resurrection, you are the person that is going to be lending that person money. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you with me this morning? I said in practical terms, God give me, you know, in practical terms. He says, let me get, then he says here, in verse, in 24, 6 to 8, give me 24, 6 to 8. He says, he's not here, but he's risen. He's not here, but he's risen. Read the next line with me. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. Go ahead, give me that next verse. Saying, the son of man must be delivered into the hands of the simple men and be crucified. And the third day he rise again. And they did what? <laughs> Jesus Christ rose by reason of prophecy. Because it was prophesied that he would die and he would rise. By the mercies, by the power of his resurrection. Every prophecy that has been said over your life will come to pass in the name of Jesus. Every word that has been said on this pulpit that you have heard over your life, over your life of your children, I declare that it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Somebody's Bible says that you are the head, you are not the tail. In fact, man of God, let me give them permission. The prophecy is about somebody else. You have the right today to claim it. Man of God gave a prophecy about Minister Toby, I will hijack your prophecy. I, I will share it, okay. I will, I, I'm not going to wait for you. Every prophetic word that has been said over your life, grace assembly, people of God, every prophetic word that has been said over your children, Every prophetic word that has been said over your spouse. Every prophetic word over this church. Every prophetic word over this nation, Nigeria. By his power of resurrection, it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. I said it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. Luke 24. Why am I hot? Oh, 
it says, it came to pass in Luke 24, verse 30 to 31. It says, please give it to me. Now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them. He took bread and he blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. What happened? And they did what? They knew him. But he vanished from their sight. Guess what? If you read that scripture, they had been walking with him. They had been speaking with him. He traveled a distance with them. They were the ones who invited him to come. But they did not know him. What does that say? It says that, guess what? That you can have been in church for many years. You may have come to communion service. You may have come to Sunday service. You may have come where? But somehow or the other, you do not know him. But because you came to church this morning, because the power of resurrection is alive in you this morning, your eyes of understanding will open in the name of Jesus. I said your eyes of understanding will open in the name of Jesus. He said I should tell you that he will take it further. Not only your eyes of understanding, your eyes of wisdom, that your eyes will open to every opportunity that is knocking around you. My pastor says it. He says, God is more of a God of opportunities than a God of blessing. The reason why some of us have been struggling is because we haven't taken advantage of the opportunities that surround us. And said, I should tell you, if you invoke the power of resurrection over your life, no opportunity will vanish from your sight in the name of Jesus. Bible says he vanished from their sight. But we pray that our opportunities will not vanish. Our opportunities will be permanent. We will take it. We will seize it. From this moment onward, we have become new creatures. We have become new. Look, every opportunity that comes your way as a child, as a as a member of Grace Assembly, you will seize it to the fullest in the name of Jesus. I said you will seize it to the fullest in the name of Jesus. My sister, you work in a financial institution. Sister Dupe, an opportunity will come your way. I said an opportunity will come your way. We are celebrating a director. We will celebrate you. Have you seen this lady, sir? Doesn't she look like a managing director? Hey. The people who are MD are not finer than you. The people who are MD, they are not better than you. It's a matter of seizing opportunity. You will find favor in the name of Jesus. Are you with me this morning? Should I stop? No. It says here, then I, 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 I want to go to six. And this is the most important one, please. Verse 6 is found in Mark 16, 15 to 18. If you are not paying attention before, pay attention now. Because this is the ultimate power. Ultimate power. Mark 16, verse 15 to 18. And he said, this is Jesus speaking to them. And he said to them, go into all the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. Evangelism on Saturday. Go well. Please give me. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. May we not be condemned in the name of Jesus. 
Now, this is my punchline. He says, these signs will follow those who believe. It is part of the power of resurrection. In my name, one, they will cast out demons. I said one, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. Go further. They will take up serpents. And they will drink anything deadly. And it will by no means hurt them. I give you permission to go to your village. Hallelujah. But you go in the power of his resurrection. It took me almost five or six years to have my only biological son. And I remember my mom used to tell us about how he happened in the village. And then when he was two, I took him to the village. My mom thought I was crazy. Boy, you're okay. Are you and I remember when we got to the village, he was playing with some other kids, and they brought the pot of soup to me and say, Papa Keton, dish what Keton will eat. I got the message. What were they saying? So that in case he left the place and something happens, they say, Should he use his hand? Okay. I asked them, I said, the children, the other children of Barijo Kusanya, how are they eating? They said they are eating from one pot. I said, who dished their food? They said, somebody dished their food. I said, is it different from them? He said, no. I said, the person who dished their food should also dish it all food. Because I had an assurance. They could still come to my shop. I had an assurance. I had the full assurance that even if they gave him something to eat, nothing will happen to him. Yes, by no means will he. What kind of faith is that? What kind of faith is that? The only biological son that I have that it took me a while to even bring. And, but my assurance was in Christ. I knew that there was nothing anybody can, as long as I have Christ in me, as long as I know the power of his resurrection, nothing will happen to him. Then, if that one concerns you, he says, now, I want to transfer power to you. My sister, Miss Adelaine, I want to transfer power to you. He says, that power, what will it be? You, you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Go on. Go on. Give me, give me 19. Give me 19. Okay, go, go back. Let me just finish it out before I get to this. He says, you will lay hands on the sick. They will recover. That means, you that you are seated on your chair, you don't need Sophemi to lay hands on your sick child. We are not building a church of one star. We are building a church of many stars. We're not building a church whereby when you call the man of God, whatever he's doing, he will drop. When the battle reach battle, that's when he will come out. 
Am I right, sir? As a general. Is it the general that first goes to the battle? What will he do? He has an army. And I'm recruiting all of you into the, his army today. That somebody will come and say, guess what? We have a situation in the hospital. And you say, Sister Essay, you go. And you say, Brother Toby, go. Minister Demola, go. Why? Because there's a power that has been deposited in you. He's just a leader of the team. We don't want a powerless church. We want a church. That's why he says that one shall put to flight a thousand, but two shall put to flight ten thousand. With all of you combined together, we can put to flight billions of demons of the enemy. From this moment onwards, I want to pray to you. I want to pray for you. That Lord, the power of resurrection that you say is available, especially in Mark 16, 15 to 18, which says that we will touch people and they will be healed. From this moment, I transfer that power into every one of us in the name of Jesus. You will touch people and they will be healed. You will touch the deaf, they will hear. You will touch the dumb, they will speak. You will touch the blind, they will see. Even the dead. Because that's the promise of Christ. You said, this thing that I do, you are even going to do greater things. From this moment onwards, everybody under the unction of my voice, not because I have the power, I even desire the power. All of us, we are going to walk in the power of your resurrection. I said we will walk in the power of your resurrection. We are new beings. We have entered into a totally different realm. This Easter is not just the same. This is our turning point. Finally, 1 Corinthians 6.14. I don't want to remind you. 1 Corinthians 6.14. It says, And God both raised up the Lord. What does both mean? Both means what, sir? Both. So, if God was speaking only about Jesus Christ, would he use the word both? What does he mean? That there's Jesus Christ and there is what? Us. Will also raise us up, just in case you don't agree. Will also raise us up by his power. Give me this in the same uh, tippity, and I close with that. Tippity, and I close with that. Now, the God who raised up our Lord from the grave. The grave is a place of silence. The grave is a place of inactivity. Some of us are alive, but we are in some grave or the other. We are powerless. Nothing has happened. No motion. Stop. We are just there. That thing is what? Six by four, I think they call it. You can't even turn. But it says that from that grave, I will awaken you. I will raise you through his mighty power. 
I don't know what else to say. When, I, when the Lord gave me this word, it was as if I became born again. Because I realized that I've been struggling. I know Christ, but I did not know the power of his resurrection. And if I had, if I knew him, I did not operate in the knowledge of the power of his resurrection. And he has demonstrated it practically. There are many more. I think I was talking to, who was I speaking to? Minister Leke. I showed him Pastor 22. 22. I only gave you six. Yeah, 22. Minister Leke, where is he? He and I were sharing word one day. I showed him 22, sir. On Wednesday, we will continue on the lessons of his resurrection. Know that we'll be able to see more than that 22. Make it a date. Come here on Wednesday. Show up. Line up on Wednesday. Go online. Because the Lord is going to make us great. If you have been blessed this morning, I want you to put your hands together for Jesus. Sir, do, do, do I have your permission? A worship song. Worship. Can we do some worship? It's actually, after all, it's our worship. Let's just, please, help me. Worship. But I want worship of resurrection. Worship. Just worship. Please help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me.
are here, if anyone here wants to enjoy the power of his resurrection, you first must dedicate yourself to him. If there be anyone here who says, Lord, I want to rededicate my life to you, I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. They're just going to pray us together. You are in the hall today. He said, I want to rededicate. I know him, but I do not know the power of his resurrection. I want to dedicate my life to you again. If you're here, just lift up your hands. We just want to pray with you. I want to identify with you wherever. You, put the hands up high. Don't be ashamed. I want to come back to you. I want to come back to you. I want to serve you, Lord. I want to be with you. I know I know you, but I want to know the power of your resurrection. I want to experience the power of your resurrection. Perhaps you even want to join the workforce. Maybe this is the time for you to join Jesus Academy if you have not done so. Oh, stop playing games. This is not the time to play games. This is the time to rededicate yourself to God. Father Lord, I thank, every, I thank you for every hand that is raised this morning. As many of us that are ready, dedicating our lives to you, Father, I ask us, give us the grace to serve you in the name of Jesus. It is a privilege to serve you. And by reason of that, cause the power of your resurrection to be alive in us in the name of Jesus. And to those who know you, cause us to know you even more in the name of Jesus. Turn this church around for good in the name of Jesus. Let us experience your power in the name of Jesus. Every Christian, every believer, let that power be operational in our lives. And so shall it be. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah.